Hey, everybody. Hello. Hi, Nala. Nala's here. But she's reading a book. Hi, Zoe. She's busy. Hi, Marcus. Hello. Hi, Ashley. Hi. The gang's all here. The band's back together. We're in the (laughs) actual Lazy Brook Studios. For the first time with Marcus and Ashley. For the first time with four people. Five, six people. Right. Six beings. Oh, yeah, Zoe's counts in that. And it's a nice setup you have here. Thank Thank you. you. We quite like it. Thanks for being here, first of all, for my birthday and spending the weekend. Yeah. Putting up with the small space after being in your big abode. We all squeezed in pretty well. It's plenty of room. We had hot water, so that's the best I could do. That was lovely. (laughs) I was a little nervous coming here. Hey, we had cold showers at mom and dad's once. It happens. I'll tell you what, you will never take that for granted again. Just being Mm-mm. able to turn the faucet on and do dishes and wash your face at night. It's true facts. <laughs> Bless you, Nala. Bless you. Yeah, Steph was enjoying having the water so much, he washed dishes all weekend. Just, yeah. <laughs> I'll take that for you. I'll wash I that. literally, yeah. as soon as we got that hot water in and it worked, it was like I was doing the dishes immediately. Yep. I didn't take a shower until Saturday here, though. Right, because we were showering we at showered school. We showered at school. But I took a shower yesterday, and it was hot the whole time. I was like, oh. Literally, it was like a whole new world. It really is. That's how I felt. <laughs> so, do you uh, want to throw any questions out there, Steph? Or Marcus? Or Ashley? Or Zoe? Or Nala? Zoe has something for sure. Zoe is for sure jealous that <laughs> Nala is sitting on Steph's lap. She's a little upset about it. And she came clawing up to me like, um, excuse me, <laughs> I'm on the floor. This is not okay. It's not where I belong. <laughs> and now she's in this pose like she's not looking. Okay, let me just stick this pose. She'll pay attention at some point. Sometimes <laughs> she'll realize I'm cuter than the baby she's holding. Look at her. She's so spiteful right now. She's like, she I is. can't believe Mom would hold a baby over me. <laughs> Zozo, I still love you, honey, huh? Not even her own child. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Nala really, her and Zoe bonded a lot this weekend. And she says, yeah. Zozo. Can you say Zozo? No. Yes. It's my favorite thing. Wow. <laughs> she keeps putting her face up to the mic, but then she doesn't know what to say. You can, can say, you say, la, 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 la. Yay. <laughs> Can you say Zozo? Zozo. <laughs> Can you say Zaki? Oh, that was good. That's right. Can you say Steffi? That was good. That was good, Nolly. Can you tell us what the cow says? <laughs> oh, good job, yeah. Baby. What does the kitty cat say? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Can you show us what the pig says? What does a piggy say? Oh, she's, she's being very quiet. <laughs> she must. Be, she might be doing it, and we just can't hear it. Right? Yeah. She does a good. Like she doesn't just say oink. She really yeah, does it's, it. It's good. I've tried to mimic it. It doesn't work. <laughs> it's from the depths of her throat. What about the duck? Good job, baby. What about the dog? <laughs> That's what Zozo says, huh? Woof woof woof. woof. Zoe sounds. Zoe, Zoe turns into like, like a transformer of a dog. It's it's crazy. She, she goes from a sweetheart to a Rottweiler. She thinks she's such a baddie, and then she kind gets up is. to somebody, 
And she she doesn't know what to do then. She, oh, oh, I don't know what to do with this. She point. is absolutely that dog that will bark at you, but then as soon as she's actually in danger, she's flipping over on her back and like, pet me, please, don't eat me. <laughs> don't Just pet me. my belly because I'm cute. She doesn't have any defense at all. She knows that we're talking about her. And she totally she's does. Not amused she's not amused She's not happy with us. <laughs> yeah. Zozo. Zo, zo. Um, did you think of anything? Do you want to do some would you rather's or do you want to do you have any topics, uh, co-host Marcus? I have none. That's fine. Honestly, it's more fun sometimes to just go off the cuff. I Here's a prepared. I was told I didn't need to prepare. You don't need I to do, because I do have a question. Okay, yeah. I got stuff too. Okay. And so does Nala. Nala has <laughs> Something to say. So, do you guys have any recurring dreams or nightmares? Ooh, you know, actually, I was listening to, to the last um, episode of the podcast, and that is something that Zach and I have in common, that we do not remember our dreams. We don't dream. Really? And you and Marcus, like, wake up from every single night and are like... Oh my gosh, this dream I had. It's the weirdest dream. Right. It's Marcus weird. and I have a lot in common. It we is really true. do. It's always like we're on the same team and then it's like the louks are always similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. If I do have a dream, it's it's never a recurring one. It's something really bizarre and off the wall and it's right. like yeah, I don't want to remember that. <laughs> I don't want to tell people that that's what my brain was doing at night. I'm just not going I'm just going to say I didn't have a dream basically. Right. Because it's between a nightmare and just a weird dream. Like, the one dream that I do remember having was the weirdest dream of my life. Dad was part dad, part bull. He had a bull head. What are those things called that are like part horse, part But a dad person? body. But that's not how they're supposed to be. They're supposed to be like the bull body and the upper body is the person. This was backwards. It was a bull head and dad, and he was like upset with me. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah Manitar. Manitar was, uh, was a bull head and a man body. Scary as heck. Never knew that that was even a thing, but it was in my dream. Like, how does your brain create something that you've never seen before or thought of before? So this is when I was a young kid. And I don't remember what it was, but I had, like, stolen his CDs or something like that. His ACDC's CD. ACDC's CDs. Yeah. And he was chasing me. Yep, that's what it looked like. Scared the heck out of me. He was chasing me around the house because I had his CDs, and I was like... Scared, running away from him. It was a nightmare, but like, weird as heck. Were they like his prized CDs? They must have been. I don't know why else he would have turned into the Manitar Man and chased me around the house angrily. Not to rabbit hole too much, but now I'm curious. What, like, what CDs, like, real dad, what CDs would he, like, cherish? Or would it not even be, would it be, like, tools or something, like, <sighs> yeah. in real life? He cherishes everything. Like, he tries to take care of everything forever. Yeah. He has golf clubs from like 1967 that yeah, I was still look say, brand new. For those who don't know, when Zach says everything, he means everything. Dad has. Once he buys something, he doesn't want to ever buy that again. Yeah, there's there's an important thing from every year of his life. and It's all in the garage. Yep. <laughs> and if it breaks, he will fix it or not ever get rid of it or buy a new one because he still has one that he could fix sometime if he needs right. to use it again. But yeah, um, I don't know what we were talking about. But he just well, Steph asked the question of Marcus, if, or of us, if, if we have any reoccurring dreams. Oh yeah, I do not. I don't. Yeah, I don't. 
I can't think of any reoccurring but dreams. Stuff is always late to third period in high school. I'm always back in high school. All of my dreams are anxiety-inducing. They're never just happy. I'm always, like, in school, but I don't know my locker combination. I'm at work, but I, go, like, try to talk on the air, and I can't speak. It's always stressful. I used to have a recurring dream of being in high school. It was senior year, and I had to take some course or courses to pass, and I was going to fail. I'm not and, the only one. Right. And I would have that for a while. You know, I think I was even having it like late in my 20s. So I don't know exactly what the significance is, but yeah, definitely. And then I used to do theater growing up. So mm-hmm. I, I used to have the actor's nightmare where you, you have to go on stage, your part's coming up, but you have no idea what show you're doing. You don't know any lines and you're out there on stage having no idea what's going on around you. Mm. But that's a common dream for actors that's wild that would make me nerve-wracking yeah just like when you think about being on stage and tell you there's a picture everybody else is in their underwear but then it backfires and you picture that you're in underwear (laughs) while you're on stage and it's like ah this didn't work out well for me well steph had to go deal with nala so a question i always like to ask on the podcast is like what was your favorite thing about something so what was your favorite thing about the weekend that you spent other than me and dad being antisocial and working in the basement. That wasn't a favorite antisocial. thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um like all kidding aside, I actually admire how you guys are always like working on something or thinking about what you can improve or do. And it's just really cool. I lost my father uh well it's been a little while now, thirteen years, but still seeing you guys just have that kind of bond and something to come together and work towards a common goal. I, I enjoy seeing that. He always is like that. It's like annoying when I go to his house because he's like, I need your help with 13 jobs. And I'm like, I have to because he comes to my house and does 18 jobs. So. And it makes him happy when you help him. Yeah. And it. It, it's nice because it is a bonding moment too, you know. When else do you get time one-on-one with your dad if you're not doing work that no one else wants to do? You know, so it's, a, it's a good time to just. And a lot of times it's work that if you had to do by yourself, it would be annoying and kind yeah. of upset you so you don't want to do it alone but if you have somebody else to sit there and bullcrap with and talk about what's been going on in life it makes it a little better and from my perspective too like with dad that's his love language it's not really so much that he needs help with something but that's how he spends quality time with all of yeah, them. and that's how true. he wants to, he like that's how he shows it and that's how he'd like to receive it i think too which is also a rare thing to have the same love, love language out as you do in but it yeah. is it is true well, when we went home for, when we went to Lionsville for Father's Day, we were like, we're going to help him with something. That's his Father's Day gift. Like, we'll help with whatever. And of course, he had plenty of projects. <laughs> he, now, when I we told him that, much, he had a list lined up for us. He's I'm like, well, well we have a lot, long list to accomplish here this weekend. Only 12 hours to do it. Yep. It is fun, though. It does make him so happy, too. Um,. What was your guys' favorite part, though, other than admiring the hard work Dad does and, and you. that I just hold the flashlight to do? You did a lot. You were on the ground working hard out there. Yeah. I saw you. I did a little, a lot of the grunt work. Somebody young with a good back or bad back can do. I think my favorite part was spending time with Nala. I thought so. <laughs> I enjoyed playing Wizard this morning. Yeah, that was fun. We Even didn't get. We didn't totally get through it because we had a lot of. Hey, we made it pretty dang far through. We did. Seven we out had, of ten rounds is pretty good. We had a lot of wrenches thrown in there. 
<laughs> Mom went to the kitchen at one point, and instead of picking up her hand card, she picked up like the hand that she had won the round before, and she had four or five cards while we all had one left, and we were like so confused. <laughs> it was a little bit upsetting, but well, and I I appreciate that you guys are all so like patient because that's a game that I still don't fully understand. I think you guys played cards a lot growing up more than I did. Yeah. So even just basic things like poker, it's like, oh, most people understand that. I really don't. So playing wizard with your family has been fun because I've learned a lot, but you guys have been patient with me because Zach kept saying like, well, that's the Trump card. And I had to eventually tell him last time we all played together, I had to tell him after the fact, I was like, I don't know what that means. Like, yeah, I really didn't. And he's like, well, it's a Trump card. And I'm like, Babe, you need to break this down to like elementary level for me. Is that sour, Nala? She's eating an apple. She's got the most sour face on right now. It's hilarious. So I'm curious, what kind of games did you play as a kid? Like, did your so, family come together and play games? Yeah, my family. What's your watch like, doing, Steph? I'm not sure. It was like flashing really yeah. bright. Oh, I hope it's not calling nine one one. That's what I was hoping. That's it, happened before. I didn't want it to be emergency <laughs> calling. Um. So my family's always been more into the games. Uh, I'm trying to think of an example, like the game of things where you pull a card and it says like things you shouldn't do at a funeral and then everybody writes an answer oh, yeah, yeah, them yeah. In, you read them all and then you have to guess who said what is that a real game yeah it's mm-hmm. called the game of things i've never heard of that <laughs> yeah we played a game like that on the switch right but, it was right, a little like, bit like we had to vote for who right. we thought the one or, was lying or whatever that's right a little that's, bit like that has always done more like telestrations and okay. telestrations after dark um, where you like draw a picture and then the person next to you has to guess what it is and then the person write a word is, and then the next person of. draws a picture and then yeah. the next person writes a word Are and the next person games? yeah we play That's, it all the time yeah and we've I've played it with our family I think we've done it once. It is fun though, Marcus, because like the interpretations you get by the end are yeah. hilarious. Because you start with like broccoli, and you end on like I, I can't even tell you the the most absurd things I've heard, but like Statue of Liberty, hmm. or like the most absurd yeah. transformation of things. Because people think that what my drawing looks like is not even close to what it actually is. Because it's it's hard. Like you have a yeah. time limit to re- draw something, and then a time limit to interpret what it is. And you're like, I don't know, a tree. <laughs> They're fun. Are you okay, Zoe? Oh, yeah. What was your favorite thing about the weekend, Marcus? No, just coming together and hanging out with everybody. Not that six and a half hour drive here in the snowstorms? That that was not my favorite. Not at all? I don't blame you. It gets longer and longer every time we talk about it. Awful. But no, I I enjoy coming together to play games. Growing up, that was one of my favorite things. When my family would get together, we'd play a lot of board games and card games. So... Never played Wizard growing up, but yeah. it's, it is similar to other It's a unique games, game. So. Yeah. No, I, I always enjoy that when the family gets together. Didn't enjoy getting beat yesterday in 25 Outlaws, that did you? That was not fun. Um, I got lucky. I am, just so everyone knows, I'm convinced that Zach is either a wizard himself or <laughs> the best cheater at board games and card games <laughs> Because he has destroyed me in almost every single game we've played, and... I'm now making it my mission to defeat him. Well, here's the funny thing, because I love Wizard, and I think I've played it more than anybody that yeah, we play with. Us. I played family. endless hours with my grandparents. And the last three times I've played it with you guys, 
I am at negative points. <laughs> and I, I swear I'm telling myself, like, this is just because I'm used to playing with people that are a lot better at the game. And they were probably also old and wanted me to keep playing with them. So they were nice to me and they let me win a lot. I don't know, but there's no way I'm this bad at this game. Like, it's so funny because I want to be so good at the game I used to love playing, but I'm terrible. I'm in last place the last three times we played it with you guys. And then we play a random game that I played once, and I'm like, I got all the coins. Hey, <laughs> how'd that happen? Dur, dur, dur. We didn't silly. get to play Monopoly. We could do it on the PS5 or PS4. And it does go faster spot. when you play it on the PS5. And you don't have to I've set up the board there. and everything. Oh, yeah. It's a lot quicker. So, so your audience knows, I love Monopoly. It is the most misunderstood game ever and everyone thinks that they hate the game of Monopoly when they actually hate, hate all the house rules that have been passed down. to Because no one wants to sit there and read the actual rules. This is a lecture that Steph heard after the, yes. the uh, abomination so. of her disliking <laughs> I know. Monopoly. I knew it was a mistake when I said that on the podcast, and I, I had to apologize because I, I don't want to hurt your feelings. You called like the next day it was out, and you were like, <laughs> Steph! <laughs> I'm offended. We have to talk. <laughs> I was trying to remember what I said. I'm like, wait, what did I say? Well, what did I say that was so offensive? And you were like, Monopoly, come on. And you're like, oh, I'm sorry. But no, it, it amazes me how misunderstood it is. So I am a rule follower to a fault. I will acknowledge that sometimes I, I'm that person that reads instructions before putting something together. And if someone tries to deviate from the instructions, I admire that. There needs to be structure to life. I I agree. I I agree. So I always, whenever playing a board game for the first time, I will read the rules. And as a kid, I read the rules of Monopoly. And at that time, we're like, I don't like this rule. Everyone agrees. We can change the rule. It's fine. But as I got older, I realized when people say they hate Monopoly, oh, it takes so long. They just don't realize. Like, for example, you don't get money when you land on free parking. That's not what free parking was intended to be. It's just a free spot, so you don't have to pay a penalty to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And after one person goes bankrupt, you're supposed to stop the game, and everyone else counts the assets, and the game's over. So the game really only lasts an so one person's out minutes, but people like to keep playing until everyone's bankrupt, which stretches out the game or yeah. free parking. Or if you land on go, you get 400 instead of 200 different things like makes that. it go so, way longer. Exactly. When well, I there is a version of the game, however, that is free parking. It's like the free parking cash version where if you do land on free parking, you do get the cash. But well, it yeah, well, obviously makes the game longer. Yeah, there are common house rules and stuff. That you that's can't. not a house rule. That's an actual option. No, it's not. It is in the newer ones on the PS5 and PS4. Well, so, because of so, the house rules. Exactly, the video game. No, it literally right. comes up and it's like, what version of Monopoly would you like to play? The house rule? What? Regular or? original no. Monopoly well, rules, so free parking of, rules. That's one of the common house rules that have become so popular over time. So, so that's just ingrained now. are starting to add in all mm. those as an extra perk. But the reality, because when you're sitting around a board game, if everyone decides to go with this rule, that's fine. But with the computer game, you can't. It. You know what I want to do now is I want to go find an old version of Monopoly at like a thrift store where all these guys go all the time they come here and go buy a brand new Monopoly from Target 
and compare the rules and see what's changed. If they've added any like the house rules that have been ingrained over the last 50 years of it being released, it'd be interesting to look at it. Well, we played the Cheaters edition yeah. that you guys have at Christmas, not this past Christmas, but the year before, and I really liked that game. That yeah. was because there's so many different things added into it. That was fun. That 25 Outlaw game is really fun too. If no one has heard of yeah. it or played it, don't knock it. It's a fun game. Yeah, it's not a, a very expensive game. game. Yeah. It's a neat, fun game. It's just like a quick poker game. It's really fun. It just, yeah, it has an added element. Mm-hmm. It's only fun because he wins all the time. That's why he's saying yeah. that. Oh. <laughs> that's fair. I think I've only you won like the once. I've played it twice. <laughs> I won once. I, that, that, yeah, it's good odds. I like it. <laughs> you dominated the last time. Like, and you weren't even fully focused on the game. You there weren't were even trying. Going on. You're just like, oh, no. Yeah. Poker's not hard. It's easy. I it really wants up. you to hold her. Zach. I know, and I don't have a chair where I can get her. She's like, uh, "Come on, man, <laughs> being a jerk." Mom's open now. Look at. She always has to be a part of things. Oh, oh she okay. wants dad. Do you want? He's watching talk? trash truck. Do you want to talk? Very content. Bedroom. Oh. oh, she's in the big bedroom. We lost our baby, and I was like, "Oh, she's the restless." Where's the little one? She's, we're, we're wrapping up here, you know. She's very we'll get through. Zoe's all out of sorts because she's not the favorite anymore. But for anybody who doesn't know what trash truck is, some guy said, "Let's make a show about a garbage truck that's best friends with a bear, a raccoon, and a little boy." And here we are. <laughs> the dirtiest things on the planet. I know, are right? With this little boy, yeah, it's they're the it's best so friends. Funny. In the mouse, Miss oh, Mona. Yeah. But that's it, right. But it is a really cute show and they go on different little adventures you just can't think too far into it yeah it's it's a kid's cartoon so it is funny like earlier we were watching it and the trash truck was outside of a classroom and you know he could only see through a little tiny piece of the door because he's so big and then all of a sudden in the next scene he's inside the classroom it is it's funny to analyze kids shows like well how did how did that work how did he get in there (laughs) where's the big door they opened for him to get through it yeah and even though stuff like that annoys me when i think back to like my my favorite cartoon as a kid was tailspin which is about uh, a grizzly bear who flies up an airplane, and <laughs> of course, you of know course. his little sidekick has this little like boomerang that he rides through the clouds. So it's every cartoon's a tad bit absurd, right? I mean, let's let's not even get into SpongeBob. R- I mean, right, that's a whole other level of absurdity. Yeah. Here I am, like analyzing trash talk, and I'm like, well, SpongeBob is so much better. Yeah. <laughs> Back in my day, cartoons made sense. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It was so much better when Roadrunner and the Wiley Coyote were running things. Right. And we wonder why we have wild dreams. You know? I know. Yeah. He painted a hole on the ground and he fell right through it. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Cartoons. It's just really weird how things have changed. We said that on one of our previous episodes here, but like everything changed from, from like how kids are acting to like the the way cartoons are being developed and by who and just creativity is changing so much oh yeah so he likes to just lay right down go ahead marcus i do have to say though like so i overheard parts of conversation about how kids are acting differently now and Mm -hmm. i wonder just how true that actually i think sometimes we have a tendency of like romanticizing past eras and stuff it's true because so much of what I hear, you know, adults complain about kids nowadays are the same things that it's true. we did as kids. And 
I our hear parents. stories about our parents, what they did as kids. And I'm like, it's really not much of a difference. I think you're right. It's just a matter of like perspective. Yeah. Because I think like what the difference is, is maybe in older generations, we were all doing that stuff and being idiots, but we were like smarter about it. And we weren't <laughs> blatantly disrespectful to authority. Like, and if we were, it was able to be handled in a different way in that society. Because now adults' hands are tied. Parents don't even know when their kids are changing their names legally at school. There's so many things that protect kids. In the past, Mm -hmm. that wasn't maybe how it was. You got put in line by a principal. You didn't listen in class. Teacher got out of board and smacked you with it. Like There were ways that you could align people a little easier in school back then. But it's interesting that you you say that because you still hear about these stories and see these things about kids still misbehaving even when punishment was harsher Mm -hmm. kids were still getting expelled kids were still flunking out uh ashley and i saw that movie uh jesus revolution oh yeah uh, a couple of weeks ago very good movie by the way check it out um but so our pastor talks about how he grew up in a generation where everyone respected authority and he just yeah so floored by just how you know everyone just disrespects authority now and then i'm watching this movie which was around the time when he would have been a kid and the movie is about that generation of people that were um clearly against authority and rebellion and the most obvious fight the machine all that it's just so it's it's fascinating that now they kind of romanticize that period but a movie about that period you're reminded about just how How opposite that was of a mindset and then and i'm a history buff and you go back and you you hear different things about history but every generation thinks that the the older generation did it wrong so they're going to find ways of improving upon it and I don't know. I just, I just really wonder, like, if we really dig deep into it, just how much has changed. It. Technology changes. Oh yeah. Certain cultural things change, but I wonder how much the basis still kind of remains the same. Because kids nowadays, they're not just making this stuff as they go along. They're raised by kids that grew up in a, that other era. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much of it is just that. Oh well, I hated that how this was when I was a kid, so. I'm going to be a parent and I'm going to do things completely differently so I don't screw my kids up the way I was screwed up. And then the pendulum goes too far in the other direction. These are kind of weird things that I think about sometimes. Yeah. It reminds me of a song lyric I heard the other day in a new country song. And I I can't remember verbatim, but it was something along the lines of, we often remember things better than they actually were. Hmm. So I think, and I think that's true because then I started thinking back on memories that I rave about and I'm like... Don't get me wrong, it was fun, but I think you remember it even better. So I think we look back when we were kids, and you, you're right. Like, we had a lot of that, that stuff going on, too, but we might remember it differently. Yeah, there was definitely bullying before the internet. Right. Um, oh, yeah. Memory is such a funny thing because, like, you remember what you want. You remember yeah. the good or bad of what you want to remember. And when your memory is so fresh and it's like, well, today, these days, like, it's, it's yesterday. It's so fresh in your right. mind. You don't have a good comparison of it's then true. to 20 years ago when you were a kid. Because right, when we were eight years old. When you were, that, you were just as much of a jerk or more. You just don't remember it because you were the jerk. You know, it is funny to think back on. It's not a whole lot different. There are just so, like you say, technology. And then like. Yeah, that's definitely. Uh, I can imagine being a teacher with all the, the paperwork of legislation and really? protections and Title Nines and five hundred fours and IEPs and I'm not saying it's a XYZs bad thing. And, it's it's I, literally I could keep going. Wow. I literally could. There's there's 
health plans. There's all types of things that great. That's good. We need individualized help for every student. Everybody's so different. But at a certain point, if everybody gets a handicapped or if everybody has some type of thing that's helping them out, like our baseline average is not going to be that's a good point. what it should be. When we're helping everybody, if we can't just say like, hey, fit in with those 30 kids, if you can't figure it out, you're not going to fit in with society. You need to be as best as the average is here. Yeah. When everybody's in a secret room for testing and... It's very challenging yeah. because, like, how do you have a high standard when everybody gets help for this and that and the other thing? That's a fair It's point. a hard way to have a high standard when everybody needs to be coddled to and adjusted for. And it should be like, no, we expect everybody to get 100% on this. If you can't, sorry, you're going to have to try again until you get it. Like, how do you have a good standard unless you make something hard? Yeah. It's difficult. It's a, I fight with it a lot as an educator. Because I expect a lot out of students that I know can do a lot. Students that I know have had bad backgrounds and have had difficult upbringings and aren't as physically fit and aren't healthy. I'm not as hard on them. Is that fair of me? Am I hurting that student long term? Just because I'm accepting that they've had a bad, misfortunate start to their life? Or should I be as hard on them as the person that I know has a track star running dad and I'm going to make them run until they can't? It's a difficult conundrum that you come into. I think you push them to a point because you don't want to like completely right. abuse them, but right. you also want to show them that they're, they can do their best right, in a better and, way. And their their best is better than they think. Yeah. And it's that fine line of pushing them to do better than they think that they can, but not pushing them to the point of, and I think that's the same for everybody, but it's hard when you have a class of 25 kids to make. It's so frustrating <laughs> as a teacher when you have one child that their best is getting them off their butt to do one lap and then the other child is a hundred and you're trying to keep up with both and you're like great job keep going you're on number 89 and you're like you haven't even done one lap yet get going it's like how how do you do both because that kid's like man i'm dead i did 100 aiden didn't even run one what the heck why is he still passing the class you know Mm. It's, it's tough to be fair and make everybody see that they're being treated and at a certain point you just gotta be like hey do you want to be on their playing field or do you want to be on yours? Stay doing what you want to do because you don't want to compare yourself to them later in life. Yeah. You're going to be better than that. It's difficult. Well, and you hate to say the cliche like life's not fair, but it's not. It isn't. <laughs> being fair is not being equal. It isn't. And that's a difficult thing. Like even if you have kids, imagine having another kid, guys, and they're so different that you, you got to do one for one kid, but you can't for the other because then they would abuse it. Yeah. He needs that. Oh, well, I want it. Sorry, you don't need it. <laughs> You're going to be fine. It's crazy. And it's tough, and I understand to a certain degree what schools are trying to do with students, but you're in this insulated little bubble in the way schools function, and then you turn 18, you go out into society, and society is still very, mm. very different. Black and white. Mm-hmm. Like I, and it's a lot far, farther ahead than we are in education, you know. Like, Ashley and I, we have a... Um, a stu- uh, teacher friend who was telling us just about when it comes to certain students and correcting how they talk. You know, there are different cultural dialects and colloquialisms that are used. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, at, at least where we come from, which is more of an, um, a city area, um, you know, they're taught, you know, not to correct. 
this particular mm. type of student based on their culture and different words and the way things are phrased. And because you want to respect that individual's culture. And I get that. But at the same time, that person's going to become an adult and apply, uh, apply for a, a job. Yeah. And as someone that's been a, a that is an interviewer and a hirer, you're going to get discredited for certain types of jobs based on the same thing that your school was encouraging you to be because that's just a cultural thing. But yeah. It doesn't work like that in the real world. So how much are we actually setting up these kids for success? Right. When we're, I don't want to use the word enabling, but well, kind of like what you were saying, like, yeah, it's one thing to respect all these differences, but at the same time, we need a certain baseline and we need to. Everybody should be able to world. get to this level of, competence by the time they graduate and i'm afraid that in america we're sweeping so many kids under that baseline that it's like we have so many people that just aren't productive and and we're starting to see it when you compare our education standards and what our kids grow up to do compared to other countries like we're we're losing the foot race yeah yep stem is such a focus because we're losing it to so many other different areas and i'm sorry you just you keep coming in and out okay these uh, mics are actually set up so that like they don't hear background noise. So like, well, it's not, it's only, very loud to me, so that's yeah. why I don't know. Your mic is only going to pick up your voice versus us, okay. so they're very like you have to be right up in them. Gotcha. You got to right almost here. like eat the microphone if, if you really want to okay. be co-host level status here. Gotcha. Marcus. Come on, this Marcus. is my this is my um my audition. Everyone, can so. you give us your best Morgan Freeman impersonation? And now I can't think of anything Morgan Freeman. Just Andy say just Dufresne. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. Just say once upon a time. Once upon a time. You do have yeah. a really good radio. You can read voice. this book. Oh, there Why? you go. All Does right. It float? Why? Uh, Morgan Freeman has to have audiobooks, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, yes. You you should look into being able to do audiobooks. You could get you and Steph both have a voice where you could do audiobooks. I would listen to Steph's audiobook. Steph has a great I would listen to both of you. Thank you guys. I I actually have looked into doing that on the side, but it is a lot of work to read an entire book. Yeah. Um, Hours. Yeah, Yeah. because you have to go back and edit. I mean, if you stumble Uh, or stop and take breaths, it's a lot of editing. All right, here, let's try this first line. Look at the big boat. It stays on top of the water. It floats. The end. That's all you need to hear. Look at that boat. (laughs) Cruise ship. Oh, man. Well, we got a half hour in here. Anything we do else? One would you rather? Yeah, let's yeah. do. Would you rather? I got two that are actually. Those similar. are my favorite parts of the podcast. They are fun, and I have a whole book of them. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to go randomly to mark off that you did it, so you don't eh, do it again. We'll do it again. <laughs> you know we'll forget. <laughs> okay, here's a good one for a wife and uh, husband <laughs> and girlfriend and boyfriend. Would you rather? Be able to win every argument you get into. Yes. Or. <laughs> or. Ashley's thinking I already do. I think me and Ashley have the same answer. Or be good at keeping calm and avoiding arguments like Steph already keeping is. Keeping calm and avoiding and arguments. Marcus already is. Keeping calm. Well. <laughs> While Ashley and I are like, let me win. Let me win. It's a yep. competition. <laughs> I do win pretty easily because of. Because yes, Marcus keeps right. calm and avoids it. <laughs> that's right. Good answer, Marcus. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay, let's see. Let me find. Would you rather be able to give really good compliments or be a really good listener? 
I think I would pick listener. I need to improve my I like listening both, skills. But yeah, listening I think is more important. I think I want to give compliments because I'm not very good at that and I want to be better. You're very good at that. Thanks, honey. Words of affirmation is one of my top love languages, so I think giving good compliments would be one that I would prefer. Mm-hmm. I'm big on words of affirmation, too. This one will go in with the trip you guys had down. On your drive, you dealt with some snow. So, would you rather have snow angels or build snow angels or snowmen? Build a snow angel or build a snowman? Snowman. I want to build a snowman. Yeah. Marcus doesn't want to do any of it. Right. I'm not a snow person. I pick snow angel because it's fun and quick. That's true. It's it's quicker. But you can be more creative with the snowman and like put a scarf on it and all that kind of accessories. Yeah. I don't really want to lay in the snow either. I'm with Marcus. If if I never see snow again in my life, I'll be just fine. There we go. So what do you want to do, Marcus? You have to pick one. Nah, I'm not going to pick one. He's like, I'm going to pick that's or. <laughs> or, yeah, <laughs> that's my choice. <laughs> All right, last one here. Um, Trying to find a good one. Would you rather, this is good for all of our OCDs, mispronounce every other five letters? No. Or no, wait, I, I, said this, nope. I said this wrong. Mispronounce every word over five letters. I don't know what that means. Mispronounce any word that's over five letters. Oh, okay. That's more than five. Onomatopoeia, you couldn't say it. Or misspell every word over five letters. I pick or. (laughs) I don't know if I want to do either. I think I'd pick mispronounce. No, I would rather misspell because you can get away with so much. You can voice to text. Right. You can. I send too many emails. But you speak more often than you, you talk. I was yeah. just thinking that. How funny would that be, though, to just speak to somebody that... Nobody would want to I can't talk even think of a word that... You would have no friends, because nobody would want to listen to I your nonsense. I couldn't even say Marcus's name right. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Marquesas. <laughs> Marquois. Marquois. That's what I like to call him. No, yeah. I, That's a weird one. I'd prefer to misspell... Yeah. Because, yeah, I talk more in, in my field. I feel like a lot of important words face to face. would be more than five letters. And mm. oh, yeah. that would just cause too many issues. You wouldn't have a job. They'd be like, <laughs> so we have to let you go. He would never so. get a raise because right. he'd just be like, we don't think Marcus is very competent. He can't say words over five like letters. Various federal regulations mispronouncing certain things. So, yeah. Kind of important. It'd literally be something your coworkers would start to recognize. Like, <laughs> guys, I think it's six letters is like the max. Like, <laughs> let's test this theory. We'll just throw a bunch of five letter words at him. See if he can do it. Hit him with some easy six letter ones. Even add an S onto some of those. See what happens. And if it just is wrong, we're going to break him. Make him not even be able to say words under six letters. Yeah, that would be rough. <laughs> Oh, man. Marcus, I have to talk to someone about interest rates. Um, How would you phrase that? Yeah. Uh, Intorawatsa rates? And you say it differently every time. Right. Who who knows? Like a rural rates? Yeah, you couldn't hold a job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Well, thanks for doing a podcast with us, guys. And thanks for being here for the weekend and tolerating small spaces. It was small space. It was plenty of space yeah. and it was a fun weekend well thanks for being so thank here you for, for having us thank i feel blessed we got to be together for the 
birthday season. Now we're yeah. having to, you, you guys are next. Yep, you guys are on deck. That's right. Yeah. Well, hey, go be with family because we just were. I'm going to go snuggle Nala. Yeah. <laughs> any any taglines, guys? No. No. Nothing. <laughs> That's fine. Love you guys. <laughs>